0: Hello, everybody. This is the Value Line Observer, brought to you by the Value Guys. I'm Vern Value. And I'm Val Hughes. We're 20-year veteran Wall Street um, analysts and uh, portfolio managers. I would mention continuously employed over that period of 25 years uh, in my case, 20. 20, 20, Okay. You want to be older? Go ahead. Uh, that have taken on secret identities and um, disguised our voices. And uh, we have these very cute little masks. Uh, visit our website. You can see. Uh, in any event, uh, we get together every week to uh, talk stocks. Um, this week we're going to be looking at stocks on the uh, Value Line Investment Survey dated April sixth, two 2007. That's today. So we're
1: trying to be – even though they released this days no, earlier, like I don't know Monday, why it has this date on it.
0: I, really, I just think to make sure they get in front of us because we don't have time to do this until we get to the weekend, as you might understand. For inter- did you say it was for entertainment purposes only? Uh, no, I, I, I'll i get back to that. I thought I'd – you know, quick drive-by on uh, very housing and construction-oriented, consumer-oriented issue this week. Building materials and home building leads it off. There's furniture and household products – um, packaging, paper, and forest. It's so products. interesting that we say it's for entertainment purposes only, but that doesn't
1: really sound that interesting. So, I guess that just tells you the. Not believe everything we say here well, at the Value Guys. <laughs>
0: thanks for thanking. No, again. hey, thanks for chipping in with the constructive criticism. No, it's just uh, the, it's um,
1: their list. It's not our list. This is their table of contents. That's all I'm yeah, saying. No, it's I, not you, Vern. Yeah. It's what's on
0: here. I wasn't a comment about there you. There aren't a lot of stars on it either. You know, with uh, all the pressure on housing and um, stocks related to that sector, not a lot of them have charts that the Value Line system likes. True, but, uh, and as uh, my colleague has uh, so thoughtfully mentioned, we do this for entertainment purposes only. Uh, please visit our website at www. I just want to say that does not guarantee.
1: It does not guarantee that it is actually entertaining. I want to make that caveat. <laughs> Where
0: you'll read, you know, it, we may own many or all of the stocks we talk about. We may have vested interest in whether what we have to say works out or not. And, and just assume so we have no out. idea what we're just talking look about. look out, okay? <clears throat> we have
1: no idea. Although this is the same candid professional advice we give to our well, paying clients the during the week uh we here thinking. we've been drinking a little bit and not I, we may not know all the facts I, I we just dr- to drink. I I had a couple of drinks you've had a couple of drinks you were with me so yeah, I, that just yeah, warns I me about what else. you might say
0: <laughs> later on I'm going to uh, come <laughs> back and talk about uh, Home Depot and Lowe's all right uh all, maybe a stock known to a lot of people I've got a couple other smaller less well-known interesting ideas I think but first uh-huh. I'm going to turn it over to my uh, fellow stock stooley. <laughs> Do you work Hughes. on these things?
1: Thank you very much. That's quite a rousing introduction. All right, let's just get right to it because I like don't that. frankly have a lot of time, okay? Kind of busy and uh but I did try to look through almost every stock this week in Value Line and it was a, you know, I mean Interesting week, but it was hard for me to find much. Most
0: of what value line likes is in packaging and container.
1: I didn't find a lot of cheap growth or anything like that, but uh, there, there's a couple situations that look like at least they're a little bit have opportunistic. Enough. No, I looked through every stock, my friend. Every no, stock. Here's what I got this week, okay? I usually go in page order. This is from the April 6, 2007 edition of the Value Line Investment Survey.
0: I think we already covered that.
1: Well, I just, in case someone's just tuning in now, you Ah. know, some people may fast forward through your intro. Who knows? (laughs) Anyway, we're now (laughs) to the good part, the stocks, okay? So, (laughs) anyway, page 885. Eagle Materials, ticker EXP. This is something that I actually am looking at in a professional manner right now. It's all on my desk. And that's because, you may recall, we've talked about Florida Rock, FRK, cement company. They've been taken out. Some company, I think Vulcan Materials, is buying them.
0: I thought Florida Rock was all aggregates.
1: Florida Rock was entirely cement, or mostly 80%. Eagle is a mix, so that's the one, one uh, difference. But Florida Rock uh, is getting taken out, and I think I wish I would have known. You know, it, it, I didn't look, frankly, but I think it's twelve or thirteen times EBITDA uh, because of the recognition that it's it's kind of a monopoly around the quarry and all that, and the politics of getting a new quarry. And so uh, Eagle Materials has not been bought out. The stock is still down, you know, from the housing bubble. It's on page eight eighty five. I pr- maybe already said that. Anyway, these guys are half cement and aggregates, which share some of the monopolistic characteristics of cement, the aggregates business. And then it's about half gypsum wallboard, which over the last, uh, I don't know, 20 years or so has been, uh, you know, excess capacity and, um, you know, price pressure, things like that, not a great place to be. In fact, the leaders of the industry all filed Chapter 11 at one point or another. Now, the good news is, is that that industry seems to be rationalizing. Warren Buffett now has, I think, a 15 or 16 percent position in U.S. gypsum. And uh, you know, I'm not an expert on this by any means, but I think a couple of the other leading industry players have been bought by rational business people who understand how to earn a return on capital. So pricing is getting a little more rational. Uh, There was a bunch of excess, a bunch of new capacity just came on, and gypsum prices, uh, Wallboard prices got killed a little bit, and of course, the housing downturn. But that's all in the stock at this point. Uh, in early 2006, the stock hit 75. It's now at 44. Sales per share are actually above the levels they were then. There are some tough comps, but you got a monopoly. So one thing I learned about cement prices is over the course of, and I literally went back 40 years, looked at a whole host of commodity prices. Cement was the only one that never goes down. Volumes might go down, but prices don't. You just wait it out. So ask yourself, will things be made of cement, okay? It's uh, in concrete, you know. It's a material that's gaining share as a result of its lower cost, uh, high strength characteristics. And let's face it, they're going to need to put a wall around New Orleans, around Florida. That's a lot of miles of cement. Um, these guys are pretty diversified geographically. The valuation, you know, it's 565 gross cash flow, 315 in capital spending. I was so thinking about something else.
0: <coughs> Did you talk a lot about the idea that they uh, they have a monopoly on local supply, and it's very difficult to uh, permit new production facilities. I mentioned that, property, yeah, yeah,
1: I did. What were you doing during that time? I was uh, having a pretzel, I think. <laughs> I see. Well, anyway,
0: no, there <laughs> it's, these it, are, good are
1: monopolistic stuff. characteristics. First, you can't get the quarry. That's politics, well, and the, the, people don't want it. quarries. Right.
0: You, it's almost impossible right. to get anything done involving large-scale processing right. of natural resources. No, I know. Oil and gas. I well, mean, Pat, this is a theme that goes across a bunch of sectors. That was, we, that's, we've covered that.
1: We are past that now. I am just into the valuation. Operating margins, 34 percent. Again, you did. It was fabulous. Listen later. Okay, 30 percent operating margins. That suggests there is something going on proprietary. 22 percent return on capital value line estimates for next year. That is in a down year. It is down from 28 percent last year. A little bit of leverage, 27 percent returns on equity. Anyway, great returns. Come off a little bit, but look, there is a lot of g d p out there uh this little downturn in housing I think is uh you know more a function of of just more information in the marketplace so traders can buy and sell and create volume, but you know there's a lot of demand, and uh I think it's a good time to get in it's eleven times earnings, a little bit of a yield a balance sheet i think is uh pretty clean here. I don't see a ratio two hundred on uh what's uh, on seven hundred so you know, maybe twenty percent at the cap, so not perfect. But anyway, I think that looks like a good value. Eagle materials, EXP <coughs> I just buy that. I wouldn't even I mean do some work on it yourself also, of course. Mohawk Industries, M H K
0: on every stock. Well, some For are, entertainment purposes only.
1: Right. And it's entertaining to say buy it without thinking. That's entertaining. Right. That's of course, it's not meant to be the actual you, truth I'm not suggesting myself. to anyone to go buy it or not buy it. I'm just trying to say that in an entertaining way for entertainment purposes. Do you understand, if, if at least you understand our what I'm own saying here okay. that's what I that, – I always say that okay mohawk industries m h k page nine o two I have a theme on this. Boomers are spending more on their floors, okay, baby boomers, a lot of money. <laughs> And it's become more of a fashion. do you,
0: do you have data? I actually do.
1: <laughs> the turnover on flooring it happened in home furnishings, it happened in uh, you know homes themselves paint. All the things that your grandmother might have said I know when
0: I get bored with I, a room, I started thinking people why do. don't we rip up the floor well, and get a new one.
1: We do. <laughs> actually absolutely. People redo the floor. There's a lot of excess wealth. You know, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the bottom couple that are important, we had that covered eons ago. And so people are spending enormous sums Yikes. of incremental wealth on things like new floors. I mean, that's in the data. Mohawk's the biggest guy. Uh, they make carpeting, I think they also now have the hard floor guy uh, what's the name of it here? I'm looking for it in the uh, value line the hard floor guy you know Mohawk was known for carpeting. I right. think they bought the uh, tile dal tile tile that's what I'm thinking of Dal tile I think they own yeah, here it is dal tile uh, o two they bought that. They have a leading share. they've surpassed Shaw Industries. Shaw Industries is a company that was bought by Warren Buffett. Because of some of the characteristics of the carpeting industry and the ability to use technology, mainly uh, mechanized uh, weaving technologies, to to gain productivity, uh, the valuation on this twelve dollars a share in cash flow, stock at eighty three, that's what six times. I mean, wow. seven. So now there's two ninety five a share in capital spending, so your net is a nine. Ooh. That's still nine times free cash flow. Now the market's expecting a downturn. Okay. All flooring. Now, that reflects negative comps in, in new housing. But new housing as a percent, you know, the delta on how much new housing is going down relative to the total demand when you include commercial, where business is raging. There was an unemployment number today of 4.6% or something. I mean. Well, uh, let's,
0: let's argue for a moment that the most likely time that someone would buy a flooring product is when they take possession of a new home. There's something like six hundred thousand unsold newly constructed homes out there, and there's close to four million existing homes. So the 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 market on on replacing an existing floor is much larger My every friend. year. What you have exactly? There's a hundred million homes, and ten
1: percent of them every year want a new floor. There's your core, repeatable, ongoing sort of flooring demand, and then new housing kind of. The margin moves around, but it's not anywhere near. The percent decline in new housing is not the percent decline in carpet or flooring demand because you have an underlying core demand of replacement and also, um, you know, office space. I mean, look around. If you can look out the window, you're looking at a crane, and the crane means that about two years later you're going to
0: be buying carpet for that spot. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're just really selling manufacturing capacity. I bet the history on valuation is that this stock is always cheap. It is always cheap, yeah.
1: and it's cheaper than it oftentimes is, and you can trade it. Okay. And right now, it looks like it's Look, down. Yeah, And if not, you have a yield, and it's the kind of thing Warren Buffett likes to own at a premium in a world washed Warren, with private and, equity and cash.
0: And Warren Buffett understands the power of monopoly, and the pricing power of a monopoly. Uh,
1: perhaps. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay. I don't know what Vernon just meant on that. We'll have to catch up later. Anyway, yeah.
0: Sonoco Products,
1: ticker S-O-N, page. Uh, You'll have to run fast to catch that train. <laughs> I know. I understand. I understand. That. Um, let's see. Nine thirty-seven. I never heard of this company, so I enjoy looking at this one. What's the name of it? Sunoco, and it's not the gasoline. It's a
0: gas company in Ohio or someplace like that.
1: Yeah, wrong. This is the leading a a leading producer of paper-based tubes and cores, flexible packaging rigid plastic containers, cylinder paperboard, composite cans, protective partitions, wire and cable reels, and point of purchase displays. I so love the cardboard reading.
0: thing that's left after I use all the toilet paper or something they it make? It could be
1: something. I haven't actually been to their website. As I say, I've never heard of this, and there's no photos here in the value line. But it looks like they make a lot of paper packaging based on everything saying paper or packaging in the description here. And GDP is uh, kind of humming along okay. Okay. Um, they have... Uh, Two and a half
0: percent? Well, I mean... It's sort you of like can, trend line growth, right? You
1: can look at... No, I think, I think we're doing better than that on a, on a unit basis. I think we're probably doing 3%. And these guys appear to be gaining mm-hmm. share. Mm-hmm. Uh, foreign sales, 36%. You're a little diversified. Mm-hmm. My theme on this is mm-hmm. you're going to get GDP, because they'll just p- supply packaging. Packaging is very highly correlated to GDP. And then you're going to get a little bit of share gain because these guys are showing increasing returns on capital. So that means they've got something going on that the market likes, which means some better mousetrap. Their margins are moving up a little bit.
0: Well, if you're geared to consumers and overall standards of living rise, then you grow faster than the overall economy.
1: That's exactly the the idea. Wealth building around the world, more things in packages instead of somebody dumping it into your garden or what have you. Yeah,
0: here's my basket. Please Uh, come and have some? Exactly.
1: Now, you know... What's happening in the valuation? Four fifty a share projected next year for cash flow. Stock at thirty eight. That's what, I don't know, nine times. That's what I'm attracted to. Capex of a buck thirty. So free cash flow, it's about eleven times. Uh, growth rates here on earnings. Value line's predicting it around twelve percent. Operating margins are moving higher. Uh, the main. The main near-term catalyst, I think, for something like this, because I don't own this or, and I said never heard of it, is that paper prices are apt to be moving lower. Um, you're seeing m- many paper cost-based stocks right now moving higher as a result of excess capacity in uh, wood. It, you know, The housing guys don't need the wood. It's, these things are moving into paper production, and paper prices are at least in perception basis, I think, apt to move lower. And They have moved a little bit lower. And that may be uh, a trend here. Uh, you're going to get a little bit of earnings surprise on the upside, I think, as a result of that. And if the economy continues, these guys all benefit. It's a reasonable valuation. Even in down years, they don't look like they get hurt too much. In the recession of '01,
0: probably the big point here is earnings you look went through all of the packaging companies, and you pick this one as the most interesting. That in terms is exactly of right. Value.
1: That is exactly right. This thing is down about 10% in the worst year on the page. Uh, Balance sheet is decent. You know, I don't really don't know much about it. They're, they've got some type of cost reduction efforts in place, so margins have been going. So I think the, local. I, I think the Internet, oh, we've name. talked about this before. The Internet has helping companies figure out how to cut costs, so this margin improvement trend, I think, can continue. Anyway, do more work on it. SON, value line rates at a four. I just think it looks like it's worth a look. Page nine thirty-seven. Finally, one I've done before. I want to get moving here. I don't want to spend much time on this, mainly because I haven't so far. So why start right now? But Kimberly Clark, K M B, page nine forty-six. What's the theme? World wealth growing, more people, personal hygiene conscious, and uh, you know, lower paper costs. Well, that would be specific
0: to Kimberly Clark then. Yeah, absolutely. They manufacture,
1: of course, as everybody knows, depends. Uh, you know, Huggies, pull ups.
0: Societies get wealthier. Kotex, Scott, Folder Kleenex. Not to have they have, to
1: have a, that. it looks like a monopoly oh on the God. paper towel business. I mean, if you want to corner a market, how about that? Wow. So, anyway, they are everywhere in the house. Everyone is a, everyone, you know, with growing wealth is a customer. The, the reason it is noteworthy uh, is simply because they have man, man, you know, managed to have a t- mid 20s percent return on capital for 20 years. Uh, 30s on equity with a little bit of debt. You know, it's stable as hell. Uh, operating margins, even for a giant company, they have $18 billion in sales projected for next year. They're doing a uh, 22% operating margin. And Value Line doesn't put the gross margin on here, but I think it's in the 40s. That's pretty remarkable for a stock, for a company this size. It's trading a little bit of a discount
0: on the P.E. I think we've recommended it in the past. I have. It's a recovering... Um, what a core holding kind of stock. Well, the, the relative charts
1: down for six years. The brand strength is, I don't think, diminished. Yeah, but they've been
0: working very hard to last, what, 18 months, two years on resuscitating this thing?
1: You know, I'll have to say I really don't know that much about it. Other than uh, paper prices have been going up for the period over the negative on this relative performance chart. That seems to be turning. You see the stock is up a little bit, I think, since we've talked about it. I think there's more in this. KMB, Page nine forty six, and that's all I have this week. This has been Val Hughes, uh, and now with uh, I guess we're supposed to do a beverage break. That's beverage what break. people like. Yeah, clink. So, clink. how's that? uh With uh, with with just a modest amount of oh. fanfare, and not you know I'd like to now introduce my uh, co-host
0: Wet calling.
1: Vern Value to talk about some exciting. Stocks, over fastenal. It
0: is <laughs> fastenal. What's a, what's the ticker symbol? Fast. I don't know. It is. Okay. F A S T. I'm gonna trust you. Nasdaq. Fastenal Co. Company. Value uh, line rates at a three. Recently, thirty-five dollars. Uh, I guess twenty-four times earnings. Expensive. Uh, based on earnings of a buck fifty-five. I guess. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's the dollar fifty-five for '07.
1: Value line,
0: oh, yeah. um, value line calculates what? Last five years, earnings growth has been 18%. They think it accelerates to 20%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, they refer to management's goal gains. to grow store count by 13 to 17% annually. And we appear to be in a period of rising commodity prices, which directly affects their co- structure, which they pass then on to their customers. So higher costs for steel fasteners, for example. Um, if you don't know this company... They sell uh, value line's description, industrial and construction supplies in a wholesale and retail fashion Mm -hmm. through company-owned stores, U.S., Singapore, Canada, Mexico, China, the Netherlands, and Puerto Rico, threaded fasteners, tools and equipment, cutting tools and abrasives, uh, hydraulic, pneumatic, plumbing, and HVAC components and accessories, material handling products, uh... and janitorial welding well it's a great electrical supplies. great company no question so what they basically have done is they've taken a they've selected a uh... historically mom-and-pop sector of the industrial economy and applied mass marketing um, uh... retail well this model worked for ranger
1: they yeah, realized that it. if you could put a store then people within you know five miles of that store will be customers because they'll feel like local customers and they just so started building mar- a lot market of market
0: cap is five point three billion there's no debt they have revenue a little north of uh, according to value line in 7 seven they'll do a little north of two billion in revenue this year the gross margins are north of fifty percent have been for ten years net margins have been above ten percent the last couple of years value line thinks that's sustainable there's history in the late nineties of doing the same thing return on capital Unbelievable. 25% go through recession that falls to 15. It's back in the low 20s now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Phenomenal company. Stocks down 30% from all-time high. It trades at, a, um, I mean, a 24 multiple wasn't that is,
1: Wasn't that peak caused by rumors of a buyout
0: by uh, Home Depot? Been, I don't Home know. Depot was going to buy the, the industry. you better part of a year yeah. now of underperformance in the stock. And, Nardelli, uh, out. You're going to talk about that. I, yeah, I am. That, to be able to buy this very high-quality growth story, I mean, if you have a – I can't pay that you have much a, You're going to put a uh, – well, but it's been a lot more historically. Uh, I just, that's too much to the, pay. This is one of the lowest Fine valuations the stock has ever seen. If that stops growing, what's it worth? I'm sorry? If it stops growing, what would it be worth? Uh, considerably less. But the, the model can be replicated elsewhere. What do you think is proprietary about what they do? Systems, um, scale, and uh, systems primarily. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it worked for Granger. I think Granger's quite a bit larger than they are. And what's the difference between Fastenal and Granger? Different product categories, wouldn't you say?
0: Well, Granger. Granger is a much more complex product offering. A lot of higher uh, order kind of products. Fastenol tends to be more basic. Granger has a lot of breadth. Sandpaper everything. instead of a sander from Granger. Now, I mean, that's Fastenal probably sell you a sander as well, but. Um, mm-hmm. A lot more unusual product categories at Granger. You might not know where else to go. Well, right. Fastenal's only turning, only dealing in things that they can turn very, very rapidly. Yeah. What they offer is uh, they offer a uh, comprehensive, well-stocked, reliable supply on a local basis throughout rural and suburban America um, for something that people have no idea where to go get, like a I mean, what if you need a 12-inch-long carriage bolt to fix a uh, porch swing or something like that? Where do you go? Fastenal. That's where you go. Um, so, anyway. Good stock, to know. Stock, uh, it looks like an opportune time to uh, buy very high-quality growth. Um, ah, too high for me. Home Depot. I want to talk about Home Depot. Symbol HD. Value line rates this three as well. Stock recently 37.34. Um you know what? Four, out of the, eight out of the last nine years um, has uh, traded at least fifteen percent above that. So I, you know, basically busted growth story. But um, I, 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 but that I, I also want to use this as an opportunity to talk a little bit about. Um, oh, I, I don't, I'm not sure what you call it. Maybe moral relativism. Um, I mean, for good grief. Wait a minute. You know, know, the board decided to hire Bob Nardelli and pay him a ridiculous amount of money because of his GE pedigree. And their belief that uh, the company needed different direction, higher order, more professional management. I don't know. They made a huge mistake, really bad deal, but then tried to weasel out of the contract later and paint this guy as a bad guy. For av- av- just basically accepting what the market it dictated he was worth when he struck the original deal with them. Yeah. That's and I'm true. so tired of reading in the popular media about shareholders who are incensed and determined to do something who turn out to be shareholders of less than 90 days and less than a million shares of stock in most cases. Um, I, you know, it's important that the market exercise uh, discipline. Um, but I, I think the, the degree of rhetoric surrounding this situation has well, been. Well, you a bit can't ridiculous. run companies
1: by what's in People magazine, or we'll quickly have a less productive economy, and then there'll be less pie for everyone, and then no one will be happy. Do you want
0: to live in France, go move no, to France. No, no, no. Okay. Not at all. It's a
1: winner take all world. Uh, all right, but know, I, and that's I digress. Yes, so, you do. Home
0: Depot, yes. busted growth story. Stock really, I mean, if value lines charts right. Since peaking in late 99 on a relative basis, it's just been basically a consistent loser ever since. Um, There have been occasional periods where the stock traded at least in line with the market. One of those is the last six months. So maybe the market's ready to think about um, looking at the situation with an open mind, perhaps. You
1: know, I've talked about this on the show. You can can pull it up. Right
0: now, price at about 10 times cash flow. Um, I don't have a free cash flow number because, as a retailer, Value Line doesn't give us anything on CapEx. I can look at um, uncapitalized. I can look at annual <coughs> lease rentals that they provide in their capital structure box, but it's a poor substitute for, uh, for somebody who develops and owns as much property as Home Depot does. So I, I, I would guess maybe it's 20 times free cash flow, even where it is today. Gross margins have been consistently around 30% or so for a decade return on capital here is consistently mid to high teens. It's gener- it's mid teens now, okay? Um you you're probably you probably know the impressive of, thing about that just yeah. to
1: chime in is that a lot of companies their high ROIs because some something was written off at some point or what have you. Uh I don't think Home Depot has many write offs in that. That's a pure number based no. on management decisions Book over Book value
0: t- doubled from 2007 from between 99 and 2000, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's impressive. Absolutely on point. Largest, of course, um, home improvement supply warehouse stores in the U.S. and Canada, but basically limited to North America. Market cap $76 billion. Recently, in recent years, an effort to, uh, and Nardelli, you know, Nardelli's baby, if you would, um, in an effort to develop a, an, a a new source of growth for Home Depot and leverage sort of, Core skills and sourcing and purchasing and logistics. Well, in the brand, the name, and you know, brand. everybody knows. Uh, it. They decided to get into industrial supply, and I guess Hughes Supply would probably be the biggest deal there. Value Line has no none of this information, unfortunately. It goes to the point that you need to always do your own homework before you buy a stock. Um, but they've added um, they've added a lot of businesses in a in a different market, and some might argue, especially those like us that go to the stores frequently. And compare what their store environment, the level the of service that they provide, <clears throat> compared to their competitors, might also also argue that they could uh, they could benefit from renewed focus on the core business. In any event, under new leadership now with Nardelli out, they're considering selling the wholesale uh, end of the business. Value Line suggests that would be a nine billion dollar price tag. Um, total debt outstanding is eleven point six billion. So they would go to nearly debt free if they sold that business. And you'd have the largest home improvement retailer in North America that has uh really taken only baby steps so far towards expansion, any other geography that if evaluates right, sustainable States. growth of maybe eight to ten percent. Yeah. Um, you can know. be bought after listen to this fourth quarter earnings below estimates, one, two lowered year-ahead outlook, and three, uh, the headline issue from some sub the, you know, the meltdown subprime mortgage market uh, obviously has been hurting them a lot. And then I love what Value Line analyst writer writes here, that these shares' small price change leads us to believe that they'll not fall much further. The stock price already anticipates the worst. I'll tell you, the thing well, about this uh, stock,
1: I, I, as, a, as a buyer of a stock who yeah. needs growth and you know, times yield, I, I'm not sure there's that much in this thing because uh, they're, they're so big, they can't move the needle. They can't just accelerate their growth. Their competitor, Lowe's, is putting stores next to theirs. They've done an amazing job. They They've got, a what's their market share?
0: They have a $76 billion equity capitalization. They're they slowing 20, their store growth. They have 26 billion dollars. Okay, but what's their store growth? equity? And they will soon have no, two understand. billion of debt.
1: I understand, but I think you have to so start to look. So to say
0: they can't accelerate, they can't, it's going to be difficult to do a lot with organic growth in the existing store There's just not enough base. locations. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. But they, they have to go outside of the U.S. and Canada. Well,
1: the, the model doesn't always transfer, I don't no, believe. No,
0: they'll, they'll have it'll have to be merchandised somewhat differently. But the model exists in Europe. It's quite pervasive. It's being exported successfully to former Eastern European countries, and starting yeah. to emerge in China as well.
1: I would say this is a very low-cost stock. Maybe what you're saying right now happens. If it does doesn't, you don't pay a you lot pay to the, get that. This
0: is 13 times it, earnings. I think a the best hope, discount to market, paying a two and, here's and a half what percent I, yield.
1: I think on this, it's this really you hope shot. you hope private equity guys come in who want to show a yield. They could pay up to, uh, you know, I mean, in order to get an eight percent yield or nine percent yield, that's 11, 12 times EBITDA. That's a great brand. I think that's maybe where it could go out. This was rumored to be a. A, a private
0: equity Lowe's deal. Is, uh, Lowe's is around 10 times gross cash flow as well, under $32, but a, uh, only a 15% discount with not much yield. Um, they have $4 billion of debt on book equity of $15, dollars And Home billion, Depot has no
1: debt, isn't that correct? Almost, sir? when they sell, yeah. the, when they sell yeah. the other
0: piece. So uh, there's a slight premium to Lowe's. Um, they arguably have the, uh, the clearer route to sustain growth. Uh, their well, because on they use a...